In the land of the blind, the one-eyed man is king. In the time of censorship, non-compliance is key. From an undisclosed location in FEMA Region 10, it's your host, Joshua Michael. Welcome folks, it is May 20th, 2023. We are almost in the half of the year, can you believe it? Going into the election cycle of 24, things are heating up and things are getting crazy. There's a massive amount of news that we're gonna be covering today. Uh, we're gonna do a deep dive on local politics. And I got a special guest that we're gonna be uh, introducing here in just a few minutes. But I really wanna emphasize how important it is for us to be able to take over our counties and get engaged at a local level. I've been doing a deep dive into our local politics, even in Marion County, Pitt, Polk County, Lynn County, Clackamas County, seeing who all the players are, seeing what's going on, seeing how things operate. I've been doing it for years. And now I finally got a glimpse inside that window with a lot of people and how things have been operating and why you're looking around and you're seeing so much dysfunction happening on every account. It's because the people running things are keeping it that way and or they're just incompetent. So there's a massive push for us to seize power against these people and restore it back to the people, restore transparency and put these people's feet to the fire. And I have a very, very powerful guest. We're going to talk about it a little bit more. But first, I want to talk about what's happening going on around the world. There's a 30-ton shipment of explosive chemicals that have just disappeared between California and Wyoming. 30 tons of explosives. A rail car loaded with 60,000 pounds of chemical left in Cheyenne, Wyoming on April 12th, only to be found empty two weeks later at a rail stop at Mojave Desert. Now, what does this mean? This means that there are active things happening and they are trying to set us up for a potential false flag in the future. Now, we know the FBI is corrupt. You know, that's coming out in all the congressional testimony. We see that they are behind most of the radical racist crap that you see online and that you see um, happening all over our state, all over our country. These militia groups, they've captured them. All that testimony is coming out now, and we know that they are now the handlers behind so much of this stuff. And we've only scratched the surface of what they're really behind. They're behind January 6th. They're behind all that stuff. I wouldn't be surprised if they're the handlers uh, of the Antifa groups as well, because they need the controlled opposition they need the tension in order to push their agendas forward. They need that. And so what better to induce it or create it out of thin air where it doesn't exist? Racism only exists when you look at the media. Racism only exists if you have somebody that's like paid to be racist. But if you go through everyday life, people aren't like, oh, look at that guy. Look at that guy. Look at the color of his skin. Nobody's talking about racism except the media. And now we know that the FBI and other organizations, it's not just the FBI, in contingent with Facebook, what used to be Twitter, and all these other social media uh, outlets, they're developing algorithms to create the sense and the perception that the world is going racist and everybody's racist. Now they are provoking real racism by the introduction of 
racism and creating racism. So it, it is creating a tribalism state. And we have to fight against that. And we also have to understand what it means and what that is. When you see these videos of this poor white woman who's pregnant, they're stealing her bike. And these two black guys try to steal her bike. And there's this whole controversy online about it. You know, that's meant and propaganda. It's, it's propaganda to get you to try to feel that tribalism that we have. Right. Because really, that's what it is. It's tribalism. Right. We want to be with like minded people. We don't need to be with somebody. If we have some drug addict who, you know, likes shooting up on the weekends and we just want to hang out with our family, we aren't racist bigots because we don't want to hang out with that guy or we don't want to associate with this guy. We don't want to do that because he does drugs. Right. And he doesn't fit our lifestyle. Right. So it, it, I think people confuse, you know, natural. We like to be with like minded people. We like to be with people that we agree with. We don't want to have arguments at the dinner table every time we, you know, uh, share pasta gravy. Like we don't, we, naturally, we don't want to do that. We don't like just constant friction. So naturally, as people, and we do this in every aspect of our lives, not just with the people we associate with, we always, typically, most humans will take the path of least resistance. It's normal. It's common. Animals do it. Everybody does it. Why are we going to climb over that giant mountain when we can just walk around it and spend an extra 20 minutes? Oh, and there's water over there. Heck yeah, I'm going that way, right? That doesn't mean that you're a racist bigot because you choose to take that path, right? The, you're, you're racist against mountains, right? Why didn't you climb up that giant mountain? Well, I don't know. It seemed hard. Why would I do that? Why would I put myself through that misery every day of being around somebody that I don't agree with and I don't associate with? with? Why would I do that just to prove to you the grandeur of truth that I'm not a racist. I don't care. I'm going to take the smaller path because that's what I want to do. And it's my life. I get to make my decision because I'm in America. Right? So don't want to get off too much on that. But I just want to emphasize today that don't fall into this pressure that the society is trying to put you in and put you in a box to make you believe and or affect your decision making. The best thing that you can do is pray, get in line with God, and let God guide you and decide on how he can judge you. Let God be the judge of you. But understand, if you're out on a path and you're on a trail and you're by yourself, that's okay. That's okay because God's with you. And it's important to remember that when all these pressures and everything else, if you're doing something that nobody else will do, and if you're saying things that nobody else will say, that is okay. If that's your discernment and that's your path, then you take that path. And that's where you go. Because that's where you're supposed to go. We aren't supposed to be in a box. We aren't always supposed to agree. We aren't always supposed to sing Kumbaya and get along. That's not how things are supposed to be. There is nothing in nature that is just so peaceful and orderly like that. It doesn't exist. Nature is chaos. It's messy. You're not going to agree. That's fine. But what we can agree on is that we do want to move forward for the sake of humanity and the preservation of innocence within kids and their futures. And that's really what's under attack right now. And I think that's the commonality going on and sweeping across the entire planet. They understand that we are getting into a point where we have AI coming out. We have these transhumanist movements that are trying to basically make humanity irrelevant 
just yes, just a couple weeks ago, BT uh, out of British Columbia, or excuse me, out of out of Britain, they just announced they're laying off nine thousand people because they're being replaced by AI. Meanwhile, all the Bilderbergers are meeting right now. All the richest people in the world, the powerful people that have all the money, and they're trying to orchestrate this Agenda 2030 thing, shutting off your gas, making you not eat meat, allowing you to eat bugs. Those people are meeting right now with the heads of the chat GPT system on AI on how to basically make you extinct and irrelevant. But the other element is, is if you focus all your time and energy on these social media networks and online and content, content online, everything else, understand now there are new systems being developed and rolling out right now to completely encapsulate your mind to where you're engaging with some type of AI algorithm and you're not getting a real sense of what people are thinking, what they're feeling, and what's actually going on in the world. They have that level of sophistication where you could be engaging with a real-time bot, an AI bot, and not even know it, and it feels real. They could be your best friend, and you had no idea. That is where things are going, and that's the dangerous slippery slope of technology on how it's evolving. And it's way more sophisticated than you understand. I will tell you that right now. It is way more sophisticated. And most of you listening today, right now, have no idea how many AI systems are already embedded and taken over elements of your life. They are monitoring and tracking every single thing that you do on your phone. They are listening, they're engaging, their data analysis, location, tracking, how much time you spend on it, what inspires you to be on it longer. How do they give you that dopamine hit? To make you stay on your phone. Because the more you're on your phone, the more they can propagandize you. The more they can disconnect you from nature and from God. That's the ultimate goal. They want you stuck in your homes, sitting with a 3D goggle on your face to where that's all you do is you're engaging with a robot. And then they'll give you a little dopamine hit every once in a while. But there's still, there'll be this emptiness that grows, which the emptiness is growing. You can see it in the kids, the iPad head kids. That sit at the, at the, they go to a restaurant, they have headphones on and an iPad, and they're completely encapsulated at the dinner table, not engaging with their family at all. It is the most disgusting thing that I think exists because they are not doing a disservice for these kids who should be learning and growing and learning how to engage and act in, and act in their environment. So think about that, folks. Every time that you get on your phone, every time you're around your grandkids, every time you're around your own kids, every time you're around your nieces, your nephews, somebody, a teller at the bank, look up at them, look in their eyes and tell them hello. Be uncomfortable because that is uncomfortable now. That's uncomfortable for people to have eye contact. And don't be scared of that. That is what they are trying to destroy. That is the whole preservation of our existence is being able to bring that humanity element together and keep that. Some of the greatest times of this country were before cell phones. Cell phones are the Trojan horse. And they're going to roll out into the shots, contactless money transactions. All of these things is where the, the introduction of the cell phone, I remember the D.A.R.E. program, and then I'm going to get to my guest, the D.A.R.E. program uh, they found out introduced drugs to kids, but that didn't, they didn't know about it. It created 
drug druggies. It created drug users. It was a perfect thing. I didn't even know about drugs. And they're like, oh, yeah, this marijuana thing. Uh, this is the gateway drug. They called it the gateway drug. Well, guess what the gateway drug now is? Is your cell phone. Started with Nokia. And you're, you had the little thing. You play Pong on there. Then you started texting. Remember when you had to pay per text? Oh, you get 1,500 text messages. Now everything's unlimited. Now they're rolling out 5G towers. Now they want you to get faster and give a hard line straight to the vein. So you have fast, instant connectivity. It's a scam, folks. That is the tracking system that they are rolling out. Now the better question is, how do we stop it? And the best thing that we can do is get right with God and get right with nature. Right? Take off your shoes when you go outside in the grass. Feel that nurturing element, you know? Stop and smell the roses. It's huge. I went on a bike ride, motorcycle ride up the mountain, uh, up the canyon yesterday, and it was unbelievably beautiful. And there was nobody up there. We went all the way to the top. Yes, there was snow. It got snowed in at the road that we were in. It was 90 degrees when we were going up the mountain. Then we went up the mountain and hit snow and had to turn around because you can't ride a motorcycle in the snow, right? So long of the short, uh, it's very important for you guys to uh, know where I'm coming from, understand, and get engaged. And the best way we can do and get engaged right now is the Oregon Republican Party is on life support. And we need to help them and give them an, an infusion of some fresh new faces, some new ideas, some new engagement, and we can all do it. It's very tangible. It's very simple. And the easiest thing that you can do is become a PCP. Uh, and if you don't know what that is, that is just somebody who is engaged in the county party and you're an active member and you're allowed to vote. All you, can, all you have to do is vote. You don't, have, you don't have to go to all the meetings. You don't have to do everything. But you get put into the system and you start to see how the county is ran, how the system runs. And we're going to be talking more with a PCP of Marion County here on the next break. But all in all, guys, it's a beautiful day. You're listening to Noncompliant America. I'm Joshua Michael. And we'll see you on the other side. Broadcasting from the formal state of Oregon in FEMA Region 10, it's your host, Joshua Michael. Welcome back, Joshua Michael, Noncompliant America. Are you having fun living in your box? You want to sit by the sidelines and watch them take over with the AI systems that they are rolling out right in front of you? And then guess what? It's already at your doorstep. It's already in front of you. It's on your cell phone. So be weary, folks. Go to the store without it. Practice being away from your phone. Don't buy the smart systems. Stay away. They're smart because they are dumb. They make you dumb. That's why they call it smart. If you haven't realized that 
virtually everything around anything, any institutionalized system that is telling you something, usually it's exactly the opposite of what they're telling you. It's an inversion of reality. I think it's Satan's speech to me. But without further ado, I want to talk and shift gears, talk about these local things going on. There's a huge Solomon U recall. If you don't know who Solomon U is, uh, he is a Oregon National Committee man. Um, he's been a, a part of this uh, system, this machine, this dysfunction for, I don't know, 23 years uh, for the state of Oregon. And uh, there's a big recall. There's a lot of push. There's a lot of infighting going on um, in the uh, in the Oregon Republican Party. <clears throat> but this is good. I think this is very healthy. I think it's important for us to start weeding these people out and moving in some fresh faces. We might not have all the answers. We might not, according to them, know where all the bodies are buried. We don't care. We just know we want open transparency and we want a functional even if it's lean and mean, even if we got to strip out a bunch of stuff, we don't need all these bureaucrats telling us what to do and what not to do and who to talk to and who not to talk to. And we saw that with the David Collada guy when he totally spiked the interviews of the Salem-Kaiser School District representatives that won their campaign. Good for them, right? But he totally spiked their interview on coming on my show because I'm too awesome. That's what I think. And they're scared of the giant red real wave of patriotic grassroots people that are pissed off and they're sick of getting the lip service of people like Solomon Yu, who one to me, I don't think should be a public speaker. That's just my personal opinion. Because holy crap, I sat in that speech. Anyways, all right, so we have... The one and only Ben Keebler, who's a PCP for Marion County. He also runs Freedom Oregon. Free Oregon, I apologize. Uh, he runs Free Oregon. Very interesting guy. He's got tons of history. Uh, I want to talk about his past a little bit. I want to talk about how he's gotten to this seat where he's at and how he's became such a thorn to some of the people, not all, just some of the quote-unquote elected people uh, for the Marion County Republicans. How you doing today, Ben? Doing wonderful, Joshua. Thank you for having me on. No problem. So let's talk a little bit uh, about Free Oregon, because I think Free Oregon is awesome. So let's talk about your history. How long you been with Free Oregon? About two years. Two years? Yes, sir. And you're running, you were running their social media for a while. And yeah, I was the political director for Marion County uh, for this whole entire time, actually. And it, at some point, I was asked to take over the social media platform, Instagrams, uh, Facebook, Twitter, all those different things. Yeah. And so before that, what were you doing? Before that, I was actually just sitting on the couch and complaining like everybody else, yeah. watching politics uh, fail, uh, being disappointed by all the bureaucracies, just uh, promising the world and delivering nothing. Yeah. So in that, what was the one thing, what was the moment that you realized, hey, I can't stand by, I can't sit by and not engage with these people. I need to get out there. I need to do something. What was the, what was something that comes to your mind that, that says, Hey, I need to get off the couch. 
COVID. Okay, so COVID. Yeah. Uh, what element of COVID? We got a we got a short segment. Here. Well, we I'm married a, to a nurse. Uh, they started coming after my uh, daughter at a private Christian school, uh, making her not wear a mask and uh, closing the building, charging us full tuition. Uh, my wife was questioned on her faith, uh, whether she should be wearing a mask or not, take the vaccine or not. And, and quite actively, it just, it really irritated me. Yeah. Uh, and I saw Free Oregon stepping up, doing maskless shopping at Clackamas Mall, Washington Square Mall, Antifa screaming down our heads uh, that we're out of alignment, but in the same time going against Joe Biden. So yeah. that energy just attracted me. Well, essentially they poked the bear. Yeah, right? they really poked the uh, bear. Because I think they really woke up a lot of people and a lot of people were asleep uh, having too, having too much success and too much fun on Trump's economy. That's kind of one of the downfalls I think, uh, is he made things too good. There was too much growth, too much. Everybody was working. Everybody was like, yeah, we got money. Yeah, we're going to buy that. Yeah, we'll buy that. Yeah, we'll buy that. We'll do this. Let's do that. You start going to sleep and you stop paying attention to the tyrants that are actually taking over. So there's an element to that. I don't want to go off on that tangent. So that woke you up. COVID started. They shut everything down, and then you're like, dude, what the heck? This is crazy. I need to get out there. I need to do something. So you contacted Free Oregon. You got involved with them. Yes, sir. I uh, just was messaging back and forth, sharing them information, and uh, they actually reached out to me and said, hey, your energy is what we need to push this party forward to wake up uh, our areas. Yeah. And we're looking for people that are strong, uh, not willing to take it like all the rest of us have here recently. And um, they asked me to be political director and move and try to find people in our area that are willing to stand up against the status quo, yeah. going with what we have always done. Yeah. And that's just it. We're not here to pick fights. We're not here to fight. We're here to restore. We're here to uh, rejuvenate. We're here to support. The Calvary's coming, folks. Mm -hmm. It's coming. Because there's people like Ben, and, and this is what I really appreciate, is the fact that he's willing to stand up, he's willing to get involved, and he also, there's something that clicked in your mind where you realized, there's nobody coming for me. There's nobody going to help me unless I do something. Absolutely correct. I knew that if, if I sat there and continued to complain, I would be no different than the rest of everybody else out there. And so I became active um, and I found out about being a PCP um, and all these other different positions and how we can make change. You've always hear that it's a top down thing. Well, actively, that does not work. Uh, becoming a PCP is a bottom up fix yeah. where we hold the top people accountable for all their uh, promises that they failed to deliver. Well, and being a PCP, that allows you to vote for those people. Is that correct? Absolutely correct. And we have the power to bring in more people to become PCPs where we can slowly take over that room uh, with our like-minded people. Yeah. And it's just good American people that are fed up and we're out here trying to make a good change and have a good impact then where we can fight against the Democrats. We'll be right back. If the road were easy, everyone would take it. We don't shy away from challenges. We dive in. And now, live from an undisclosed location in FEMA Region 10. Welcome back, folks. It's 2023. It is not the time to sit down. There are no more sidelines on where you're going to stand as an individual. Understand, we now all know 
that they will come for you and come all the way to your house, all the way into your kids' schools, as deep and as far wide you cannot get away from it. And so the only thing that we can do, the good defense is a great offense. And it's time now, and, I, and, and, and there's a massive surge happening everywhere, but it's just, it's time now to just give a little bit. You don't have to devote your entire life or do anything. You should, because these people are relentless and they're not going to give up. Just wait till these AI robots start rolling out. You start contending against them in these digital gulags that they have everybody in. And if you don't have your community set up locally to be able to communicate outside of these systems, then you're already losing. They have you exactly where they want. Their server minefields in Utah right now, ready for your text messages and ready for all your rants that are going to be happening when they do the next lockdown. Because rest assured, they aren't finished. And rest assured, they just ended COVID because they're getting ready to roll out lockdown two. And it's going to be much more sophisticated. They're going to get into your banking system. They're going to start door knocking with social workers and the new IRS agents, the new infrastructure. Marion County, I know for a fact, because I have an inside source there, in Marion County Health Department, there have been active contact tracer people there since 2020. Do you see them on the streets? Not yet. But even locally, this is happening. And you have to get ready for it. You have to get your money right. You have to start getting off of these systems. Stop going to these big box stores. Thank God some of them are closing, right? It's going to open up things. Learn how to sew. Learn how to make stuff. Learn how to cook. Learn how to do these things. These kinds of elements are going to get you into the future. Otherwise, you're going to get the rug pulled out from under you because I guarantee you they're not going to announce it. You're going to get the rug pulled out from under you and you're going to be stuck going to these 15-minute cities and getting in these food lines and eating bugs. I'm just saying, that's exactly what's coming. It's not going away. It seems like it's going away because they want you to go back to sleep. But now is the time we press in because they're weak, because they're uncloaking everything right now because it's all being exposed. They're coming out in the open. They have to expose it. That's the next phase is to get you to swallow this disgusting pill and get you to accept it and or sit down. But we're not sitting down. We're here with Ben Keebler. He's a PCP for Marion County. Uh, he's also an active member of Free Oregon, uh, active all across this county. Uh, he's also a preacher, does tons of things. He's out there doing what needs to be done, getting boots on the ground, and trying to get people charged up. Understand, folks, it's not hard and it's not scary. It's actually a lot of fun. It's simple. So I, I advise you to contact me, JM Noncompliant America, or follow me on Twitter at Noncompliant US, and ask me how, we, how you can get involved. I got tons of stuff. There's tons of things going on all the time. Going to rallies is cool. It's fun. I think it's a necessity. But really, after the rallies is where it's important. It's kind of like having that best friend that you always see at the bar, and you guys feel like your best friends. But then the next day, you don't ever talk, or you try to hang out, and be sober, and all of a sudden that person's not very cool anymore, right? You want to get the friends that you like hanging out with, that you want to go on hikes with, that you want to be around. And that's where you get involved in these liberty movements, the real grassroots movements. You meet some of the best people. They are so good. Their character is amazing. They're amazing people. 
and they're out there waiting for you and you guys can all come together and be like, wow, I had no idea because I've been staring at my phone. I'm seeing stuff all over the world where it seems like there's good people, but there's no good people around here. There's great people around here and they're doing great services. It's just a matter of you, the listener, getting off the couch and just doing something. And one of the most important things I think you can do right now is become a PCP. Absolutely correct. Yeah. So let's talk about your venture. So you got free and you got in free Oregon. Then you kind of evolved. When did you become uh, a Marion County PCP? Um, I'd say about last, about a year ago. Okay. So you've been going to the meetings and, and kind of getting a feel for how things work and yeah, I, it's it's kind of an interesting process because, like I said, I'd never heard of it before. Um, you heard uh, other people mention that this position is what, like you were directing, that you get involved and you appoint uh, our leadership. And I, that attracted me most because I'm not happy with our leadership. I, I felt like during COVID, uh, my faith was being attacked. Um, my my personal freedoms were being attacked. Uh, my liberties were being attacked. You see this legislation coming out, just shoving down our throat constantly. Um, we haven't had a Republican governor in 35 years here in Oregon. Plus, um, Solomon, you, of course, you brought up 23 years of leading the National Committee men. And I was like, how do we make a change? How, how do we do something different than we've always done? How do I defend my faith but not compromise my integrity? And uh, so they mentioned this to me and I jumped in and yeah, I'm going to admit a lot of times it's boring. It's absolutely boring because it's it's a lot of older people that have no energy and they're just this is the way we've always done it. Yeah, and that's the and that's the old story is don't don't ruffle the feathers, don't mess up the thing. Don't listen. Listen, and it's very simple. If what you're doing is effective, then I wouldn't be here. Absolutely correct. If you guys were doing your job, then we there would be no need for us. We'd be back to sleep. I'd be on a boat right now. <laughs> I'd be fishing. Exactly. But the fact is, is that we know deep down in our gut that whatever has been happening is not working. I'm not saying I have all the answers. I'm not saying I know uh, all the elements and, and everything. But that was that was Trump's biggest mistake is the fact that he thought he could bring in some of the old guard people because, quote unquote, they knew where the bodies were buried. Right. But we see how many times he got stabbed in the back because the reality is we don't need career politicians at all in politics, especially local politics. You guys want to go be career politicians? You go to Washington, D.C., and you go to that cluster over there. But as far as the county goes, we don't need we don't need career people. We need good hearted people that are open, transparent and willing to do the service of the party and benefit the people and actually make change. We don't need business as usual. We don't need to compromise with the Democrats because compromising just means we take steps backwards and you see how far we are now. It's amazing. And, and so anyways, these guys are fighting like hell. I really want to get into um, to talk about what's happened in the past couple weeks with you. Uh, in contending. So there's this guy, his name's Joel Pulowski. He's the president of uh, Marion County. He's the chair for the Marion okay. County Republican Party. So he's the chair for the Marion County Republican Party. And he's got uh, some type of superiority complex. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, and so you're out there, you're just tell me the story. Like you were, you were at a rally 
what, last well, we Monday? were out in support with uh, local pastors and some from up the canyon and around the way um, and just different people from different congregations all over the city uh, rallying against uh, HB 2002B, which is the abortion for any age without parent consent and has some transgender uh, stuff packed into that package. Uh-huh. And then, of course, the senators that walked out and supporting them. So uh, I made my way through the crowd, um, meeting people like I always do, saying hi, meeting with some of the outstanding activist groups that fight for kids' freedoms like SK We Stand Together and and just different church members that I've known from different congregations. It was a pretty, it was a great event, needless to say, through that whole time. Uh, there at the end, I went up and told uh, Pastor Lou hello and Pastor Perkins and uh, Pastor AJ, and then I, out of respect, uh, Joel and I have a little back history going for the last couple of weeks. Uh, I have been trying to get him to send out this petition for recall. It's not a admission of guilt of Solomon being guilty of these reasons for the recall, but it was basically saying there's enough in this packet of 35 pages of reasons that we should take a look at it and try to come up to put it to a vote with the PCPs because that's what we're there for. Uh, We don't run off of tyranny here in our party. Um, And the way this county has been running here lately is, is do as I say, get in line or we're going to silence you. Yeah. And we saw that at the, at the meeting a couple days ago uh, where Joel he they they wouldn't have open mic questions you had to have a written you had to submit a written question to joel and joel then would hand it to the solomon guy and it was so interesting because at the end of the uh the thing joel held back three questions from the audience and he refused them refused to give it to solomon to read because we're all there to talk about Solomon's recall. There's a bunch of people. We got recall Saul t-shirts. There's a bunch of people there and we're all there because we want to know, Hey, you're defending your position. You think you're good for this position. You've done all this stuff for Oregon. You're amazing. What have you done? Defend yourself, defend yourself because we want somebody else because whatever you've been doing is not working. And so Joel's protecting him because I, they're in bed with each other. We don't know to what degree. I don't know what kind of stuff they get into. I don't know what they're doing, but it'd be a very valuable question, but it's very obvious, right? So he was defending and curating just like Tim Cook curates with what you see on Apple. Joel Pulowski's curating of what can be asked by the open public audience to this man who's defending himself for the recall and gave some long speech and three quarters of it was about Trump. He never mentioned anything that he did. He never mentioned what he's done, how he's going to do better, all the things that we want because we're sick of the business as usual. So I think we're over the target. I think this petition is great. I'm in huge support of it. We're just about to go to break, but we'll talk about it here on the other side. You're listening to Noncompliant America. Westside. Me and my buddy. Make it all of this money. Yeah, I know it's rude to be bragging. They never catching a slack. Me and my buddy, we working hard for this money. Welcome back to Non-Compliant America. I'm your host, Joshua Michael. And we are getting into uh, a lot of the local politics. I want to talk about all the things going on 
locally in Marin County because I think that's where the fight is. That's where things are happening. And these guys are hanging on by a thread, trying to grasp at the jaws uh, and fool most of the public into thinking that, you know, we don't, we don't need to do infighting. We don't need to do this in this poorly timed. There's a, there's a letter that just came out. This, this poorly timed, unjustified recall. We do need to recall. We need change. We need real change. And all these people that are preaching about change and preaching about all of this integrity and this, that, and everything else, they're like, yeah, change these parts and these elements, but don't change this part. These guys know all this. They know where all the bodies are buried. You know, it, it's, it's, it's wild and insane to me. We need a full overhaul of the Oregon Republican Party. And it's happening. We're seeing it in Clackamas County. We're starting to see it in Polk County. We're seeing it all over on Eastern Oregon. They are done. They are absolutely done. And so they need us over here to put our bootstraps on and get ready to go. It's time and it's simple, folks. Anybody can be a PCP. Anybody. Trust me. Anybody. So we're here talking with Ben. Uh, I want to dive back into this recall uh, because I think it's important. It's important for you guys to understand what's happening, right? Don't listen and look at all the smoke that these guys are trying to blow. I'm, we are open books here. I'm willing to talk about anything and everything. And it's important to know, hey, why should we recall this guy? We have the power to do it. And there's most of the counties are on board with it. So don't let them fool you. Don't let these Joel Pulowski people gaslight you. They can't. They, they, listen, it's important that we clean out this stuff. We got to cut the bad fruit off the tree and we got to move on. Understand, Solomon's been running interference for 23 years on good candidates. Candidates that I know, people that I admire, people that I look up to. He's ran interference on them. And, and one, he can't talk. He shouldn't be a public speaker. I don't want him representing us. I don't. I don't think he's the guy. If he's the guy that we have a choice between him and somebody else, more than likely I'll choose somebody else. That's, that's just it. He dissented from communism in 1980. Oh, that's his, big, that's his big claim to fame. And he's bringing, quote unquote, Trump to Oregon. Okay, dude, what have you done for the past 23 years? What good have you done for the past 23 years? The answer is crickets. The answer is nothing. The answer is it's time to go, bud. Go retire. Go be with your girlfriend. Go be with your wife, Carrie McQuiston. <laughs> you guys go hang out together and do whatever. Okay? But we don't need you in politics. We don't need you representing Oregon anymore. We want somebody else with a little bit of pizzazz and some charisma. Maybe some fresh looks. Because whatever you've been doing clearly hasn't been working. Because we're at the bottom of the totem pole. In every account. Now, there's great things happening. I'm still pushing for the greater Idaho thing. I don't know about you. Yeah. But... Anyways, while we're here, they need to contend against us and send all your little special ops, communist Chinese crap our way. We're ready for it because we know who you really work for. Okay. So long of the short, a uh, couple key points. Mr. Yu in 2015 undermined Suzanne Gallagher, who was the ORP chair at the, at the time. Suzanne Gallagher is one of my really good friends. I love her. She's amazing. She is so uh, good at what she does in her um, parents' rights and education. I think she is such a trailblazer and a beautiful, powerful, strong woman. She should get back into politics. 
and it's sad of what Solomon did to her back in 2015. Mr. Yu targets Reince Priebus and accuses RNC leader of institutional tyranny, right? He acts like he recognizes tyranny because he, he dissented from it, supposedly, in the 1980s, right? Now, we don't, I don't have any facts or anything else, but it's, it's weird in his speech that he gave, he jumped from 1980 to 2022, Absolutely. In his speech. And I'm, and I'm like, well, what about all this stuff in between? But if, if it takes him 15 minutes to give out a five-minute sentence, you know, then maybe we can have some coverage. So anyways, Ben, tell me some points you want to cover. I know we were going back to that rally that you were at mm -hmm. uh, where you had an interaction with Joel. Now, Joel has filed a police report on you yeah, for absolutely. touching him it's, it's as a... assault. Now he's trying to get you, get you banned <laughs> because you're effective, right? You're effective. You're an outspoken guy. You're a great guy. Like you're here to do God's work. You're here yeah. to create uh, good things within the party. You're not here to just be a disruptor. Right. And I want to be clear with Joel. Joel and I have had a good relationship up until recently. I've, I've kept him at a, an arm's distance because I've seen he's in bed with these two, as you say, Solomon and Carrie McQuiston. And I've been trying to give him, you know, be faithful and be respectful and say, hey, brother, here, we need to take a vote. That way you're washing your hands. Don't, you know, be like Pontius Pilate. Put it to the crowd. Let them decide. That's right. And isn't that, <laughs> isn't that what it's about? That's exactly what it's about. That's what our party is. It's about voting to settle our differences. And then, you know, as a leader, that's what you do in conflict resolution. So this recall petition that we've been circulating um, is basically asking the elected body of each county to sign and say if there's enough reasons here to move forward with the recall. Well, at that point, I was like, hey, Joel, just push it out to, to our... Uh, let the people decide. Exactly. Let the PCPs make up their mind. And then you decide uh, from there if you want to follow what the PCPs does. And anyways, Joel and I, every time I greet anybody, it's always with a hug if if I really know you, a side hug, nothing inappropriate in a handshake or a bro hug, whatever it may be. Um, many people know me that way. And it is just my heart, you know, because I love people. Uh, I've been through all walks of life. I, I've struggled in my past uh, with addiction when I was young. Um, I've been in the military. I've got friends all over the place. And through those trials, you know, I've prevailed only by God's help. And so that day I walked up at the end of the meeting and gave Joel a hug and told him I loved him, brother. And then I offered to take him a lunch again. And he was standing right next to his wife. And I greeted her. And I said, hello. And then immediately, SK, we stand together comes up. Up, Linda and we didn't even move spots same location be in mind that we're standing at the Capitol here in Oregon at the stairs we're surrounded by cameras we're surrounded by media we're surrounded by everybody um, and Linda and I side hug greet she thanked me for being there and I parked at the courthouse and end up leaving right after that well uh, long story short I went to church that evening because I lead a group called most excellent way uh, through Calvary Chapel and it's it's for people that are struggling with addiction it doesn't have to be drugs it could be anything from porn to whatever you're going through in your life male and female uh, we divide the groups up but I'm in the men's group, obviously. So uh, anyways, that night, 8 o'clock at night, I get a text message or a phone call, multiple phone calls, and it happens to be Oregon State Police. Oregon State Police asked me if I knew Joel, and I said yes, and how we're associated uh, through PCPs, and he's the chair. Anyways, he made a false report to the police saying, Officer Aaron Butcher, saying that uh, I pushed him in front of the Capitol. So let, let me get this straight. Mm -hmm. The head chair of the Marion County, mm-hmm, filed a false police report on you? 
Absolutely correct. <laughs> it was comical. I laughed. That's the exact same thing I did. I laughed when the officer told me. And so I told him my background and, and what I've been doing. And he's like, well, but why would he do that? Well, he says it sounds like they're trying to silence you, Ben. There's a political hit on you for speaking truth because I wanted them to push that petition. So it's about the petition. This is this is absolutely payback for the petition. Retaliation that you, mm-hmm. you simply asked the head of the chair to do his job and say, hey, listen, open this up to the to the PCPs, open this up to the public. Let this county decide. Let this county breathe, Joel. Let mm-hmm. this county breathe, you know? And so uh, this is a call out to Joel. Listen, we want to see this petition open up to the PCPs and let them decide. Let them vote on it, and then you can decide, right? Right. Well, yeah, and that was that. But now we've certified the uh, the votes, and so 20 counties out of uh, 34 have already signed on. So the recall is happening now, even though Joel ran interference no matter what. And I just want to touch one last thing before we get off, that uh, the officer video went through the video surveillance of the Capitol and there was no evidence of anything to back up his claim. And they just basically told me from now on, I need to be in parties of two or three anytime I'm around this guy. Yeah. Well, that's it, folks. Uh, I hope you enjoy your day. Joshua Michael, special guest, Ben Keebler. Thank you very much for joining me, buddy. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Have a great weekend and we'll see you next week.